This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, Episode 25, recorded January 29th, 2006. Welcome to TF Wire. I am your host, Jesse Slash Matrix Prime, and on this week's show, I'm joined by Awa64. Nice to be here. I'm not feeling like I've been run over by a truck like I did yesterday. <laughs> and Scatterbrain, I mean Debuster Prime. Hi. <laughs> well, those sounds are just getting worse and worse every week. Yeah, that was yep. the uh, the wonderful Vector Prime today. Not one of the better sound effects <laughs> I in the I line. I recognize it from somewhere. Man, oh. that is one of the most ill-conceived gimmicks they've ever had. Yeah, well. I mean, his Force Chip doesn't even do anything other than the sound. If you take out the batteries, he's dead. And how the sound is activated was pretty damn stupid, too. Yeah. Yeah, couldn't they have just put a button on there to push? Yeah, I mean, having it so that it makes a sound every time you move his left arm was so much less obtrusive. <laughs> but that was like the battle action slashing thing. If he's holding the sword, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so on to the news. Let's go for it. Sure, what the hell. Okay, story number one this week. Alternators Ricochet and Rollbar have hit the stores. eBay seller Razorwire9, who is based in California, has, found the, or has the figures up for auction, and... These figures were originally scheduled for February slash March release, but they are now appearing on Walmart shelves. The figures, which are repaints and remolds of Smokescreen and Hound, respectively, come one to a case and are packed with Skids and Sunstreaker. Okay, story number two. New Collectors Club newsletter shows off new Transformers. The New Collectors Club newsletter, which is shipping this month, unveils some new TF figures, including Alternators Mirage, Cybertron Cannonball, Cybertron Nemesis Breaker, and the upcoming Beast Wars 10th Anniversary Optimus Primal and Megatron. Pictures were leaked out to the net and can still be found if you know where to look. Alternator Marat... Wink, wink. <laughs> I, I, I won't tell if you won't. <laughs> okay, Alternator's Mirage is a new figure modeled after the Ford GT40. Cannonball is a repaint of Red Alert, and Nemesis Breaker is a repaint of Leo Breaker, and finally... Beast Wars, Optimus Primal, and Megatron are brand new molds and are part of Wave 3 of the Beast Wars Anniversary line. Story number 3. The Collector's Club reveals info for the coming year. In a letter sent out to club members, Master Collector revealed the following information. Two club exclusives have been approved by Hasbro, but they are currently awaiting mold approval from Takara. At this point, there is no availability date for these figures. BotCon 06 information will be released from Brian of Master Collector, who said that he was looking at a location this past week and hopes to announce the location sometime within the next month, with full information about the convention being released by the end of the next month. Yeah, on to story number four. <laughs> Are you desperately seeking Alternator Optimus Prime picks, or how about a review? Well, AllSpark.com has you covered. Bainries, a member of the AllSpark, has taken over 50 pictures of the upcoming alternator and also has included a review to go with them. It should be noted that this is a test shot model, so it may differ slightly from the final version of the toy that you find when it eventually hits store shelves this spring. Okay, next story. Cybertron Galvatron variant creeps into stores. This news comes courtesy of Jeremus, 
This variant, which replaces the gold applications that are found on the shoulders and around the collar area, with the yellow paint applications. It's not known which is more common at this point because the figure is only just now hitting shelves. So if you're a variant collector, keep your head keep your heads up and your eyes peeled. If you're not a variant and collector, completely disregard that. <laughs> but if you finally, are then uh Yes, finally. Oh, finally. Story number um <laughs> Whatever Z. Story number Z. <laughs> Six, I believe. Sex. Or Z. <laughs> Did you say sex? Sure. <laughs> Yes, please. TFAuctions.com went to the UK Toy Fair and sat down with Hasbro UK to get some inside information. The entire question and answer session can be found at tfans.com. Uh, among some of the most notable information revealed there, the Beast Wars 10th anniversary figures may be released in the UK by the end of this year. Second, the Cybertron toy line will continue in the UK until the release of the Transformers movie. Lastly, there are plans to release an Alternators comic book, but it will all depend on fan reaction to the data. TFAuctions.com is conducting a poll to get feedback on this matter. That's the news. And with that, that's the news. Alright, cool. So, what'd you guys think of the, uh, illicit photographs? I loved them! Woo! I was glad to see them, but they seemed a bit on the smallish side. Yeah, they could have been. I really get that good of a pick of them. Yeah. They look interesting, and I'm interested in seeing more, and I'm hopeful that they'll be cool with the kind of stylized detailing effect that they seem to have going. I'm surprised in, like, the day and age of, like, instant information and, and the internets that it, they were actually able to hold these uh, images back for so long after they were first revealed at BotCon. Could be a matter of respect. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that. Respect? What's, what's that? I, I, that's a foreign concept to me. But no, the figures are cool. People who do the door checking at BotCon. This is why you want to let me into the Hasbro panel and not them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't talking about us specifically. I just mean in general, people out there don't usually go by the rules in, in holding back this kind of information. But uh, now that it's finally out there, um, it's it's good to see these figures. I mean, I, I really they look really fierce. Um, the original Beast Wars figures... Uh, they didn't have like a lot of uh, sharp angles to them. I, I I don't know how to describe. It. I guess it was like kind of soft and cuddly, especially after this <laughs> because primal. Because T Rexes are always so soft <laughs> and cuddly. Well, I, I mean, he's not quite Barney. But, uh... was, was the original Megatron figure any good? Oh, I had tons of fun with him, especially with the uh, the water squirter. I mean, I've never liked the whole firing weapons gimmicks. Any of them, really. But water is cool. It's like I mean, you have like a toy one, dinosaur. Nobody is uh, expecting a water to shoot out of its mouth. I, I gotta. <laughs> but yeah, a then you gotta go my, uh, fill brother up with Christmas. water in the sink, and you'll probably manage to mess something up in the process. You never played with your toys in the bathtub, did you? Not really, no. Rubber ducky. Rubber ducky. That's what it's all about. <laughs> See, Megatron knows what's going on. Yeah, he knows what's up. Yeah, you need to to get yourself some some bubble bath. Mr. Bubble. Yeah. And Rubber Ducky? Curl up with, uh, I guess something that doesn't rust, maybe like a, a Legend, a, a Cybertron figure. <laughs> Sit back with uh, some, some light reading, maybe the uh, the latest Transformers comic, and, you know, just, just soak it Which all up. Which we in. will get to in a minute? Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so what else in the news caught your eye? Yeah, Collector's Club stuff. I think I actually remember they mentioned at least which one of them was going to be. What, what was that? Uh, one of the two that they were promising was going to be the next club exclusive, and it was another Energon combiner, and I can't quite remember which one. Uh, now, see, I didn't 
quite understand what they were talking about. I didn't know if they were talking about the free figure or a figure that was going to be available through the website. I think one of them was a free figure and one of them was going to be a figure that's, quote, available through the website, unquote. Uh, Any thoughts on uh, Cannonball, the redeco of uh, Deluxe Red Alert? He's a pirate, man. There's one thing that bugs me about him. I think that the neon green looks kind of bad for the uh, skeleton tampos on the thing. But there's one thing they can make up for it. If they chose that ugly green color, because that's the color that you end up getting when it's shot in light for a glow-in-the-dark paint job. Ooh, I don't, when was the last time we had something like that? I think it was like the <laughs> glow-in-the-dark posters way back in G1. I don't think we've ever had glow-in-the-dark Transformers before, actually. No, um, Botcon 02? Really? What was yes, that? Yes, I don't really... I wasn't really thinking of the Botcon exclusives. Which one was that? That was, um, CAT scan. Huh. Did that actually glow in the dark, or did the jet, that just have reflective stuff? Nope, it glows in the dark. Oh, wow. I had no idea. How about that? And now you know. Well, I think... And knowing, and knowing is half the battle. battle. Glow in the dark or not, the fact that he's a pirate makes up for any guarantees in his color scheme. Oh, yeah. Because pirates are cool. Yeah. Not as cool as ninjas, but but still pretty darn cool. <laughs> I'd rather be a pirate. Some people who would have you slaughtered for that. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that he's missing a hand just fits so well. But, but that it does, doesn't it? And they gave him a paint job that makes him have an eye patch. Yes, I, I normally don't do repeats, but the cannonball—that's that's pretty sweet. He just needs a peg leg and a hook. Well, he's kind of got the whole claw thing going on. It's like a hook with two sides. Yeah, it's yeah, not I mean, a true hook. Just pry one side off, then. <laughs> well, I'm not going to buy it either way, so it doesn't matter. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so anything else from the news? Uh, nothing offhand, I guess. I mean, it's cool to know that some of the stuff from the Hasbro UK panel, but to be honest, I'm not sure how much worth I put in it, considering how out of the loop Hasbro UK seems to be about stuff. <laughs> That's an understatement. Well, that, that uh, gold versus yellow paint apps on the Cybertron Galvatron that, ha- that has me on the edge of my seat I mean variants oh, yeah. r- within a repaint that's, that's just too much for me to handle Yep. have any of you picked up Galvatron? Uh, no uh, I'd like to but I, I like the yet. color scheme but I don't know if it's worth the, 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 the expense for me Next. Um, I already have the regular Megatron and his color scheme fits really nicely with like how he supposedly stole his armor off of Unicron's corpse so Yep. Okay, so discussion topic? Let's go for it. Alright. This week's discussion topic is... What'd you think of IDW's Transformers issue number one? Don't be shy now. Oh, uh, are we asking Matrix? Sure, let's yes, hear what you, you think, you're, Matrix. You're asking me. I did not buy it. Okay, Boo. next person. <laughs> Shame on you. Okay, now we've got the shaming out of the way. <laughs> uh, yeah. Actually, you... actually... I don't read the comics, but I might. I would have actually picked it up had I had a comic store nearby. I would have at least picked up issue one yeah. to check it out. That's a call to all the listeners out there. If if any of you can open up a comic book shop near Matrix, um, okay, get back to the actual story. Um, <laughs> I this it felt kind of short. Um, I I blew through this in like I don't know less than ten minutes. But uh, what was in there was really good, and it felt like it was miles above uh, anything that came out of Dreamwave. And I don't have any particular animosity about like Dreamwave yeah. and all the drama. And okay, the the drawings were kind of 
Puffy. Puffy. Puffy Prime? Yeah, but um, what, what I really love about this is that they really went out of the way to, to keep the disguised element, like, a major part of the story, which is something yeah. that we haven't seen in a long time, if not really ever. <laughs> it's nice to see the stuff come into play as more than just, uh, well, heck, even in some of the uh, Dreamwave stuff, they really rarely used the alt modes. And, uh, the stuff they seem to that, be making that good holographic, use of it uh, utilizing humans in a way that's not going to piss off too many people. Uh, the issue itself did kind of seem like issue zero redux, but that's what not you, really a surprise. What did you think about the uh, the holographic ratchet driver? I thought that was actually pretty cool. I I just love how the expression on his face it's like had this creepy smirk. Like no matter what he was saying or what his mood was or what what his emotion was, it just gave it like this classic. like cheesy fake quality. Like you like you know something is just off and not the way it's supposed Seriously to be. Wrong, yeah, yeah I, I mean it's, it's just kind of camp, but it's not way over the top. It, it really adds like a lot of color to the story. Yeah, and what do you think of those uh, decals for the logos, Autobot and Decepticon logos on all the uh, vehicles? I thought they looked kind of pasted on. Um. I guess that's the easiest way to do it if you want it to, to look kind of accurate. You just take, like, a stock image and you kind of rotate it and squeeze it whatever way to make it look like it fits the angle of the car. Um, I don't yeah. think it's a huge deal. I mean, Although it is it didn't noticeable. always quite fit the angle. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, as far as the story goes, I thought it was pretty good, despite it was a bit of a redux from Issue Zero. Kept things moving along. It was exciting. It managed to keep all the characters exciting in. It managed to give us a v- new viewpoint that actually managed to keep us with some interest and suspense rather than taking the Dreamwave route, which was just kind of overloading it with fan wank. <laughs> Ooh. Oh! What did you uh, think about the, the multiple covers? I know a lot of people, are, they get pissed whenever variant stuff comes out because they feel like they're missing out if they don't buy them all. Yeah, what, how many were there? I think there were Didn't they put three. a gallery of all four on the back, though? Um... Let's see. Yeah, I see a bunch of covers on the back. Yep, there's four of them. Yeah, so <laughs> you're not missing out on anything, and you just get to either buy the one you want or buy the one your comic store had, which isn't really too bad a way to handle it. Yeah, the one thing that bothered me about the covers is that, um, well, at least the Bumblebee one, it looked really cool, but it has nothing to do with the story. He doesn't even show up. Uh, Ratchet's there in <laughs> robot mode. He doesn't transform in the whole issue. I actually like the covers to kind of depict something that's somehow relevant to, to like what's going on inside of the issue. Like, it's some kind of preview. And It's an issue one cover, though. Most issue ones tend to either be some kind of pinup or something like that, rather than something connected with the book, just because they kind of have to... trying to draw the, the readers in. Yeah, they're trying to draw the readers in. They have to have the covers done well in advance of when they have the story for the issue done anyway, so... Well, I just won't stand for it. And I put my foot down. To there. In what? I don't know. <laughs> IDW, shit, I'm, that's I'm what... calling you out. So, what's the overall verdict? Uh, two ninety nine. Uh, it's actually kind of pricey for the amount of story that's in there. Uh, if the price doesn't bother you, I- I'd say it's uh, a pretty good read. Maybe you want to wait for the trades if uh, if you're not as... in a rush to catch everything as it comes out. Yeah. As far as uh, my viewpoint, just on content without price, which yeah, it is a bit steep, but so are all comics these days. It seems like. Story looks promising so far. Art's good. If uh, I've heard some people complaining the layout's not great, but I seem to like it. And basically, I'd say, EJ Sue, Simon Furman, keep up the good work. I'm looking forward to issue two. 
So you guys get to keep buying these then? Yeah, I, I give this issue uh, five Puffy Primes out of five. Uh, I think I'll give it four miscellaneous plot devices of the weeks out of five. If just for the fact that it seemed kind of redundant with issue zero. So did you guys miss my question? What was the question again? <laughs> Are you guys going to keep picking this series up then? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, you guys I'm not sure if I'm going to keep... Coming up in an upcoming month? <laughs> Uh, well, go, going back to Matrix's question, I definitely want, do want to go through the whole story. I'm just not sure about whether or not I want to do the individual issues or the trades. Um, mostly for the costing, and I'm not in a huge rush to, to get the story every month as it, uh, as it comes out. As long as I eventually get it all, that's, that's fine with me. Alright. Okay, so back to your question. Beast Wars? Yeah, yeah. Beast Wars comic that's coming out pretty soon. What you thinking? I want it. All right, <laughs> now on to the listener questions. <laughs> well, I'll answer that. I, I'll probably actively seek out a comic shop just to pick this one up. Cool. Because I am a big fan of Beast Wars. And uh, I'm sure it'll be a, a little bit more in-depth than those uh, eight-minute uh, butcher jobs that are currently showing <laughs> oh, on Oh, man. Yeah. Those are horrible. Whose bright idea was that? You, you can't turn possession into an eight-minute episode. I'm sorry. It's a, but didn't it, I, I heard that Starscream wasn't mentioned that much or, or at all or what was that? You didn't you didn't see Starscream at all. He was just Waspinator speaking of Starscream. Oh that's that's brutal. People <laughs> don't watch the the Hasbro chopped up action whatever on Saturday mornings. Catch it on the weekdays for the full episodes or get the D V D sets, but but please, I, I mean you you're just hurting yourself. Now, Mr. Wells, this Citizen Kane movie looks interesting, but we'd like you to chop it down to 43 minutes. <laughs> you mean you can't do that? I, I mean, some shows you, you, can, you can live through that. Like, uh, the, uh, the original G.I. Joe episodes, I mean, they were so cornball cheesy, cutting it down to eight minutes. I mean, it, yeah. it's actually amusing and to watch. Take but, all. but Beast Wars is, yeah. is, is such a deep show. You, you really <laughs> can't do that. That's, that's, that's sacrilegious. Or yeah, I get off my you could do that here. with some other shows, like... There are a few other shows that I can think of that you could probably do that with, like Armada. Armada. Energon. <laughs> but yeah, for those, I, I think would, I wouldn't mind cutting down the entire series to, to an eight-minute chunk. And I think with some of Galaxy Force, you probably could have cut it down to an eight-minute chunk just by chopping out the stock animation. You know, if you cut Armada down to eight minutes total, I could probably watch it then. <laughs> Maybe. As long as you cut out all the minicons, I'm all right. What would that consist of, anyway? I hate you, Prime. I hate you, Optimus. Ah, Unicron, yes. run! <laughs> yeah, if any of you guys are... I love uh, you, Optimus. I love you, Prime. Don't let go. No! Actually, if anybody out there is looking for edited-down versions, um, I believe uh, Hooks on the Allspark uh, created the Allspark. A, a Phantom edit. Yeah, I don't remember if it was Energon or, or Armada, but uh, yeah, if you're interested in, in watching... It uh, was Armada. Yeah, check that out. Um, yeah, I haven't Armada. seen it myself, but it was pretty good. Cool. Okay, so listener questions now? Sure, let's do it. Okay, question one comes from Agent X, and his question is, have you done a kit bash, and if so, what's his name and profile? I have not personally done a real kit bash. However, I have done a uh, mod of my uh, Supercon Optimus Prime to give him better leg articulation. Did it turn out pretty good? Yeah, worked perfectly. D-Buster? Um, yeah, I'm not a big uh, kit basher myself as far as creating uh, original characters. I just uh, tweak things around. Like, I did the uh, the wheel reversal on uh, on Ransack, and I uh, took the paint off the toes on uh, 
Nitro Convoy override, so like the clear uh, headlight stuff shines through. Um, what else have I done? Going uh, way, way back to uh, to the Animorphs TFs. I don't remember if you remember those. <laughs> yeah, but those were horrible. I didn't. Well, the one figure that I did like was uh, Tobias, who transformed into a hawk. There were two versions. I'm talking about the uh, deluxe one. He had uh, a bright yellow shirt, which didn't really blend in when he transformed into beast mode. So I just uh, I painted that red, and it just didn't improve the overall look of the figure. Uh, he wasn't really a different character, just uh, a different change in outfit. And I've I've never done a kit bash. I've only done one repaint, which was I don't even remember what the name of the figure was. Yeah. Well. But anyways, no, I've never done a kit bash. Have you done the uh, the leg swap on Alternator Sprawl? No, not yet. I don't have them yet. I might when I get them, but I actually kind of like the look as it is to begin with. Really? Because I think it'd look much better if I swapped the legs. Yeah, the legs look hollow, though. You got the window in the front with nothing in it. Okay, well, try the leg swap and uh, report back to us next week. I'll tell you what, I'll, All right. I'll do it myself, too, and then uh, we can both chime in on that. Cool. It's a good thing you reminded me. I'll do it right after the show. Okay. On the question. And see, see, see what it looks like. Sounds like a plan. Okay, so a question two. Let's do sure. it. Okay, this one comes from Matt, and he says, On the site, you guys have your bios in it. It says your favorite toy line and TV show. My question is, is, is that if you didn't see that TV show or collect that toy line, would you be into Transformers today? Which I guess this question doesn't apply to Awa, since he never supplied any information for bio. I can still give my answers. My favorite TV show was probably... Uh... Beast Wars, as far as Transformers toy lines go, my favorite uh, toy line, eh, probably one of the more recent ones, actually. Yeah, I might put it as Cybertron currently, but I'd have to say that I would definitely still be into it, even if I hadn't seen the... Well, might be, because I first got into it with G2, and I just loved the design of the toys, and I'd probably still be attracted to that gimmick today. But not 100% sure it'd be strong without that piece of the fiction from Beast Wars pulling me into it. Yeah, I I don't know. I think Beast Wars is what really changed everything for me as from like kind of randomly buying a a toy whenever I was like at a toy store or a mall to actively seeking them out to to get characters from the show. So, um I, I probably still uh would get a couple things every once in a while, but probably nowhere near to the extent that I am right now. Well, since I started with G1 and if I hadn't uh, played with the toys when I was a kid, I probably wouldn't be in Transformers at all. Because the resurgence in my interest when I was probably, or when G2 first came out, that got me back into Transformers, and I found my way to Beast Wars, which was my favorite TV show. So if I hadn't collected or played with G1, I probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have been in the line at all. So what if like G1 never existed, and you know, like one day you caught Beast Wars on television, you don't think there's a chance you might have been sucked in by it all? Nah, I probably wouldn't even wouldn't have even given it a chance, probably. Just because it was Transformers and I wouldn't have known what it was. I would have been in my teens anyways, so Fair enough. I probably wouldn't probably wouldn't have even been watching it, so huh. uh, I don't know. I was still pretty big into uh to after school cartoons and I think that was around like tenth grade I was in when that came out and <laughs> Yeah. Uh What the hell was on? They don't even do after school cartoons anymore. Um, but, yeah, I guess uh, sad, the local channel it? still had. But um, I I thought it kind of, the, the whole idea of Beast Wars was terrible, but then I, I caught the show and I was really sucked in by it. I think even if G1 was never around and everything kicked off with Beast Wars, 
I don't think I would have gotten into it by the toys themselves, but I think the show would have been enough to, to pull me into it. Beast Wars had brilliant, brilliant writing. I mean, if you look at the writing cast, half of the episodes were written by people who contributed scripts to Babylon 5 or Star Trek. It was good science fiction writing, it completely independent of the whole transforming gimmick to begin with. Yeah, on, along those lines, I get. I just have to say, do not watch the eight-minute episodes. Please, people, <laughs> just don't do it. Buy the DVDs or at least rent them on Netflix or something. Ooh, quick question. Shoot. Can you can you still find season one of Beast Wars? I found it. Uh, probably about a year back. Uh, because I can't find it anywhere. It's, it's the only one I need. Um, I could have sworn I saw it advertised somewhere recently, so I'm sure it's not too hard to get a hold of. You could probably even get it straight from yeah, Rhino. I'll have to do some more digging, I guess. Check, have you checked Amazon? Oh, not recently, no. I'm pretty sure that Rhino uh, sells I've... some stuff straight off their website. Okay. So, check that out. Okay, check the Rhino website. Uh, I'm checking Amazon right now, and it seems like they might have a new... Yeah, they've got it new on Amazon. Really? Yeah. Because I I looked there once before. It's 54 bucks, but it's there. Oh, maybe that's why I didn't buy it from that's there. That's probably it, but it's twice the price. <laughs> it's more expensive than the other seasons because it's twice as big. Yeah, that's true. But I just put the link up on the chat for you. Okay, thanks. I'm okay, up. so next question. Let's do it. All right, let's go yes. to the next question. Okay, question three. This one comes from Jeff. and He asks, am I the only person who's sick of the engine weapons? Seriously, it looks like they're holding engines, and it looks ridiculous. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are, assuming... you must be referring to alternators, because I don't think Beast Wars <laughs> had many engine weapons. <laughs> My second thought? Hey, I... I don't have any problems with it. Yeah, it's a paradigm that works, and the engines seem to be different enough that we're getting different styles. I mean... I mean, and, and if they weren't the weapons, I mean, what would you do with them? Throw them back in the box? I don't know. The uh, other parts that have been used as weapons before have mainly been, uh, I don't know, Meister and Shock Blast had the muffler, and uh, the Subarus. Hound and Swindle had the gun and the tire. The muffler was actually pretty cool. I think the gun and the tire didn't really work that well, though. Also, the uh, the Subarus, uh, that's not actually the engine block. That's It's the aftercooler, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. I'm not much of a car person. I just know it's something in there that's, yeah. that's not an engine. But um, I don't think it's really a huge just deal. Just sits atop the engine. Um, because, for one, it's it's restrained to, to alternators. It's not something that's becoming pervasive in, in all vehicle mode transformers. So, I mean, it... it if you don't like it, you can just kind of let that <laughs> go to the side, and and there's still plenty of uh, TF goodness to enjoy. Yep. Or you could always not buy them. Or you could always just figure that, hey, the rest of the toy is really cool, even if the place where the weapons are kind of cliched. I, I mean, what other part of the car would we prefer to the guns to be made from? Backseat? For, like, a bazooka? <laughs> I, 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 mean, I, I mean, do we want a steering wheel gun? Yes. I want an Axle Zuka. <laughs> I actually like the idea. Take out the, the front Axel seat Zuka and convert and, uh, it to a weapon. A hot shot. It just it wasn't uh, as well implemented as it could have been. Yeah, I yeah, if actually they implemented it cool if they had it like it had two handles and you could hold it like a bazooka or something. Yeah, I, I know you said it like as it probably as kind of a joke, but I think an Axle Zuka would actually be pretty cool in an alternator. I wasn't joking. I think it would actually work pretty oh, well. Oh, okay then. Well, I'm completely on board with you. Axel Zuka. Well, sometimes when we like bring stuff like, offhand about it, it, just you know, it happens to come true. I mean, way back we joked about the uh, the Han Solo Chewbacca combination, <laughs> and they did it. 
That's great. You're visionaries ahead of our time. So you you heard it here first. The Axel Zuka alternator. Send the books. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so want to go to our last question? Sure, let's go to our last question. Matt from okay, the this land one... of Nod says, "Do you really think Godzilla could take out Optimus Prime?" <laughs> well, Optimus Prime is usually an. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it just went dead. Where'd he go? I think he hit mute or oh, something. Oh, jeez. Thanks, guys. I uh, I oh. hit that button. <laughs> uh, what was the last thing I was talking about before I got cut off? I, I don't know. Oh. It just okay. went dead. What I was gonna say is, uh, in the world of Transformers, that's actually kind of reverse because normally Godzilla is this huge monster that's you know stomping on the little people and everything. But in Transformers, Optimus Prime is usually like an ultra leader class size figure. While the Godzilla in Transformers is actually like a teeny little scout. So Optimus could actually be stomping on him. Well, in Energon, he was basically a drone, so, wasn't he? So you could basically take out a bunch of them. Yeah, oh, that's another side of it. It wouldn't be just like one Godzilla. It'd be like an army of tiny little ankle-butting Godzillas with gun swords. Yeah. And didn't Optimus Prime beat Godzilla in the Ultimate Showdown? No, Godzilla beat Optimus Prime in the Ultimate Showdown, or at least took a bite out of Optimus Prime. I have heard some people discussing it in a disturbingly in-depth manner <laughs> that implied that, while he may have taken a bite out of Optimus Prime, the song in no way implies that he died, and the fact that Abe Lincoln was trying to pull vault onto him afterwards implies that he may not have been dead. <laughs> okay. Which I think then makes the relevant question, could Optimus Prime beat Mr. Rogers? I don't think anybody could beat Mr. Rogers. He's got the the power of the land of make believe on his side, and a blood drenched exactly. sweater, and the trolley. Yep. And Mr. McFeely. Speed okay, I've said too much. I mean, he could probably take out Blur. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Debuster, I believe you have a toy review for us. Oh yes, uh, Cybertron Thunderblast. Although, uh, for the most people, prefer to call her by her Japanese name, uh, Chromia. Yeah, so uh, vehicle mode. It's a boat. Um, apparently, if you wrap it in plastic or something, it could actually float because there's a decent amount of uh, air on the inside of the hull. Um, this is a boat that doesn't really do all that much. Um, the missiles for the missile launcher uh, sit out on the sides as uh, non-firing torpedoes. And then you've got this uh, big uh, missile launcher on the back. Pop in the force ship. And up comes a uh, a spring-loaded missile launcher, so you can take one of those torpedoes from the side, pop it in there, and bam, spring-action firepower. Um, other than that, yeah, it's not really so much to say about the vehicle mode. Uh, transformation, uh, you're pretty much just opening up the shell in the, the bottom of the boat, and you've got a, a little tiny transformer hiding inside. It's like a, uh, a pretender, except the, the shell doesn't come off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh... So it's a pseudo-pretender? Yeah, I I would say something like that. Uh, it's just uh, a robot with a chip stuff is, is a backpack. But when you open up and, and look on the inside, there's not even really uh, any transforming to do. I mean, the arms are just kind of uh, folded up. You, you extend them outwards. Um... The only, I guess, thing of note here is there's this uh, funky thing going on with the thighs. There's uh, a joint at a 45-degree a angle. 
So uh, when you bend it, it, it makes a nice tight 90-degree uh, bend to, uh, to fit the legs into um, the, the cramped uh, vehicle shell. But um, the, the thing about it is that the joint doesn't add any useful articulation to the figure at all. And instead of an angle joint, if they just went with a, a straight joint, you would have had uh, a nice thigh swivel. And it probably still would have fit into the boat mode uh, just the same. So, I don't understand why they're they're trying to pull off some kind of fancy design trick that just doesn't work as well as doing something simple that would have added more articulation. So, I, I've got to take a couple points off of it for that. Um, on the other side, um, it is a fembot. We don't get uh, too many of those, um, and it does look uh, rather feminine. The um, the limbs are all uh, pretty sleek. <laughs> um, the torso has um, it's it's front loaded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, the uh, the missile launcher uh, comes off to be uh, a pretty huge gun. Uh, this is the one uh, thing about it where the uh, the backpack comes in handy is because uh, the gun probably weighs as much as the uh, the robot herself, and you need something for uh, stabilization for to, her to hold it up and. And do any poses, and the uh, the backpack works uh, pretty well for that. Um, yeah, that's about it. You guys have any questions about her? Yes, I have one. Okay. Is she in a lewd pose right now? Uh. Yes, D Bus just staring at her and drooling. Not. She's just kind of like in a neutral pose, uh, holding in the uh, the 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 big launcher gun thingy. I mean, well, I'm sure if you want it to be a, a, a lewd pose if you stretch your imagination <laughs> in a dirty way, okay? Yeah, she's holding a big gun. Woo. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like on the level of like, I don't know, holding a cigar or something. But uh, yeah, no, nothing dirty going on here. It's it's all uh, okay. G-rated Transformers so what D-Buster's place. <laughs> so what's the final rating on this uh, one? Final rating, um... I give this one a a seven out of ten. Uh, I mean, compared to the other deluxes, um, there's really nothing special going on there except for the fact that it's a fembot. Uh, the transformation is a throwaway. Um, I mean, if you hate shell formers, there's nothing good in here. It's going to change your mind about it. But as as far as shell formers go, it's it's not terrible. I I, I mean, it's not going to give you the headache the way uh, Beast Wars Neo Break did and trying to figure out that that jumbled mess. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, if if you the want to, character on the show's good, huh? Character on the show's pretty good. Yeah, she's kind of like this flighty airhead, and she's got some kind of love <laughs> triangle with, I don't know, like every Decepticon who, <laughs> who shows any kind of a backbone. <laughs> yeah, she, she's she's pretty much like a Transformers equivalent of a gold digger, a gold digger with a really big gun. There's a Carmen Electra joke in there, but I'm not sure where. So is that all we got this week, guys? I guess so. That's about it on my end. I got nothing. So let's wrap it up. All right. This is Alice 64 saying, see in seven. This is uh, D-Buster Prime saying... This is Alice 64 coming back to say, what the fuck was that? <laughs> that was Crumple Zone. Uh, it's a force chip gimmick, uh, letting out those huge missile launchers. 
One of my favorite uh, sound effects. You just have a library of sounds on your computer, or what? No, I don't have a library. I just have uh, like all these uh, Transformers, Transformers sitting, sitting on, on my shelves. Oh, yeah, but you have you haven't recorded them and put them on your computer yet? Um, no, I just uh, pull up the toys and hold it up to the microphone. Man, you should put them on your computer. Then you can have them all available right there at your fingertip. Like a sound effects soundboard. Yep. Exactly. Would you guys really want that? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd want one with red no. alert woot 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 on it. Uh, yes. That one's uh, that one's uh, buried away in the garage. I have to go digging for that all one, right. but uh, I'll see what I can do. Maybe for next week. All right. Okay, and this is Matrix Prime. See ya.